0: Fast approaching episode one hundred. Oh, we should plan something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm yeah, planning. Yeah. I'm planning. It's EJ. We're at Half Acre, and with me, it's
1: Steve. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was saying to I was saying to EJ, I'm a little tired, so I don't know if
1: it's gonna be a hot mess or a great podcast. Uh, and I'm not sure I can tell the difference. Yes. Well, there yeah. we go. There we go. So uh, beauty is in the hot the eye of the beer holder. Yes. Well, uh, it's the episode 100 will be during my sabbatical period, so I'll have all kinds of time to prepare for whatever craziness we decide to unfold. We'll fly to Norway for it. <laughs> oh,
0: that could be an idea. That could be an idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: seems extreme. It seems a little extreme. That's true. <laughs> but but you if know. you happen to be flying there anyhow, I'll just you just know, get in your luggage and we'll go. It's yeah. fine. See, That's, it'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. Well, as I said, we are at Half Acre Belmoral here. Um, it's just Half Acre now. There's no yeah. other location. I, I don't care. All right, <laughs> I, this is where we <laughs> is are. This is like a Willis Tower thing. Uh, what I, I, are we I'm what are we doing? <laughs> just gonna say Half Acre Belmoral. Um, Uh You know, we uh, we keep coming back here because how do you not? It's a it's a beautiful you know late summer day. Um, yeah. It's supposed right. to get hot again, but it's like right now it's in the
1: you know low seventies. It's this is the this is the weather you suffer for in the winter the, to get here. Yeah, you know, exactly. and Enjoy the summer.
0: And they've moved to table service. Like this is a big deal. Yeah, I
1: know. I was very confused. I walked in and I'm like, do I just sit anywhere? And I was like, okay, do I order a beer? Like, no,
0: no, it's table service. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, they've we're rearranged, rearranged now. out we're t- here and yeah, so amazing. And, and here's the thing, we've got yes on the loudspeaker. We'll hear a little roundabout here, and in a roundabout way, we're going to actually get to uh, the content today. Um, the thing is, there was kind of a letdown after the last episode, because we had a series of uh, episodes where it was like, all right, we get to talk about a new indictment, and like, I already missed the, 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 the sweet <laughs> dopamine <laughs> right. hit. Aren't there any the more indictments? indictments? Surely could there's I, some indictments. A, and don't worry, more of them indictments.
1: There's plenty to talk about related to indictments, if not actually new indictments. Which I'm am certain will come at some point, but yeah,
0: maybe coming out right now. You never know. You never know. You never know during hot indictment summer. I also want to RIP Joe the Plumber.
1: Yes, yes. Joe
0: the Plumber uh, died at the young age of like 55. Yes, like, I, this is crazy. And, and for those of you who don't know who Joe the Plumber plumber is, you're not alone. But he was a uh, he was the Republican everyman who complained about yeah Barack Obama's tax policies. He, he did
1: not read to me as somebody who who would take tremendous advantage of preventive health care services. And so well, so if there you go.
0: Universal health care. There we go. He's probably regretting that now. We'll have
1: No, he's regretting literally nothing right now. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That ah, is true. Ah, laughing at other people's demises. Isn't it great? Okay. oh ah, boy. <laughs> Thus, both a shit show and a great podcast. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> So, (laughs) this week in schadenfreude, or hot mess, that's where it is. Yeah, shit show, hot mess, it's all the same. Anyhow,
0: uh, (laughs) on to the hot indictment summer. Uh, So, you know, and here's the thing, we're now into these, uh, I think we're now into the, the place where all of these cases are going to be pretty uninteresting, because it'll all be motion practice now. People will be saying, I want this thing and I want that thing. I think the interesting things are going to be how dumb is Judge Eileen Cannon? Yeah. Um, what crazy stuff happens with the 19 co defendants in Georgia? I think DC is going to be pretty boring because it's going to be kind of normal motion practice, but, you know. But it will probably be the most. Relevant to to the politics
1: of what's going on, and like, because that one seems like its first track to get out the gate and actually turn into something. So,
0: well, we'll see. We'll We'll see. see. Yeah, let's. I mean, we're going to talk about the calendar. Yeah, yeah. So in Florida, like I said, I think, I think that all of the lawyers for Jack Smith, they must get up in the morning, and they must just say like, (laughs) I can't believe I have to respond. To another stupid thing from Eileen Cannon. Yeah. Who is just, I mean, she's like watching Fox News. She's listening to people on Fox News and then coming in the next day and like repeating the things from Fox News in the courtroom. To
1: be fair to her, though, she's new to this. I mean, she's never actually been a judge before. So, you know, so, you know, a little learning on the job. Totally understandable. You're going to figure some stuff out on the way. It's all good.
0: Yeah. Well and now I guess there's been this big thing where she's like, Well, we need to make we need to make sure that, you know, D Oliveria, who's a maintenance guy yes. uh that he we get his opinion on whether or not he should see highly sensitive documents. Yeah. So I so I just want to make sure I've got it right. So the idea is the best way to see highly sensitive documents. Is to be affiliated with somebody who did so criminally, and that automatically gets you a security covering up the crime, right? And he's not charged with anything actually around the sensitivity of the documents. He's just charged with obstruction, and I think soon he'll be charged with uh, lying to federal prosecutors because that's one of the interesting things that came out, right? So the the government said, like, hey, did you realize that? Like, some of these co-defendants have the same lawyer, and, you know, they're kind of witnesses against one another, so maybe they shouldn't have the same lawyer. And so they had a hearing about con- Right. wanted to have a hearing about conflict of interest. And, and like, instead, Judge Cannon's like, I want to know why you're using a different grand jury in D.C., and they're like, uh, yeah, it's, we can use a, another great juror. like, I want to know. Because she heard it on Fox News the night before. And so they're like, okay, well, we'll file a response to that. And we're going to do it sealed because, you know, there's some potentially sensitive things in there. And she's like, no, it's got to be public. Okay. And so what we learned in that public filing was actually that the same lawyer paid for by the Trump pack was representing uh, Nauta, D'Oliveria, and Tavares. And yeah. a judge in the D.C. Circuit was like, hey, do you guys know that you know, the same guys representing you all? And one of the guys, Tavares, was like, uh, no, I, I didn't. And so they brought him back in. They, they sent him a target letter that said, look, we know that you lied about all these things to the grand jury, and we're going to prosecute you for that, but we'll give you a chance to change your testimony. Yeah, And when he came back in, and this is beautiful, the judge said, yeah, you should know that that's, you know, kind of a conflict of interest. Would you like to talk to a public defender just about your options? And he's like, yes. So he talks to the public defender, and he's like, actually, I'd like to fire my attorney and use this guy and change yeah. my testimony. And, and we didn't know all that, and we wouldn't have, except Judge Cannon made sure that that was public. So Tavares has flipped. He's, you know— Employee number four, who's not being prosecuted by Jack Smith, like, well, that that's good information to know. Thank you for being incompetent. Right. <laughs> Just hilarious. Yeah. Just hilarious. And I like the Trump lawyers were like, or the lawyers for Nauta the lawyer for Nauta and Oliver was like, well, sure, it may be a conflict of interest, you know, me trying to represent two people that might testify against one another, but. Why don't you just not let them testify? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's your answer? <laughs> like, what? Bold, bold move, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, oh, the clown circus. So, uh, you know, things are happening there. They're going to continue to happen. Uh, but I don't think, I don't see that actually going to trial in April, which is the current date for that. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, But in D.C. we have dates.
1: Yeah, and this is the one where I feel like it's (laughs) it's just kind of most fascinating in terms of, like, how that played out for getting the new date. So – the prosecution proposed one timeline. The defense yeah. posed a, a timeline that would have taken it into, what, 2025, 2026, something like that?
0: Uh, it was 2026 for D.C. 20, yeah. Their proposed uh, timeline for Florida was 2025, yeah. and D.C. was 2026. Right. Because they had, and I quote, a stack of papers to read that if you put end-to-end end somehow, because that's how you stack papers, would be... Longer than I feel the like this is a. It was a very strange. Are you familiar with the comparison? "What If"
1: uh, yeah. cartoon series? I feel like that's like what if you stacked legal papers into end, like you know,
0: but not um, on top of one another, like an no, no, stack no. paper, literally yeah, like, to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Very strange. The physics of it gets weird. Yeah. Very so point. they asked for 2026. That seems like a reasonable date, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and um, as part of why they argued for that, the defense for Trump argued that. They, they cited the Scottsboro Boys case. And this was a, uh, a situation where the Supreme Court overturned a conviction because um, the people who were uh, in, in being prosecuted did not get sufficient time to have an attorney. Uh, like, I don't believe they had an attorney at all, but didn't have time to, to go through the process. Like, it was like a week after they were brought in that they yeah. were then convicted. Uh, uh, it was two black boys who were falsely accused of rape. That was the case that they decided to cite to the judge. She didn't really take kindly to this. <laughs> and I will say, like, I almost wonder if the logic of it is Trump's attorneys are trying to piss her off in such an obvious way that, like, they are gonna later, when, when he gets convicted, claim bias by the judge because she clearly is mad and angry at him because it doesn't make any sense. To
0: try it to, like, doesn't make like, any sense. I, I, most of the things that they're doing don't make any sense. Yeah. And that's the the thing I wonder about is just like, are they just here for the grift? Right. You know, I mean, like, if you're
1: Trump's lawyers, you're just trying to bill hours at this point and hope yeah, somebody I, still has the money to pay for it.
0: That, that's got to be it. Right. Like they're just they're just looking to the pack to get the money.
1: By the way, I saw something today, which I don't think is in our lineup. Uh, apparently, that packs running out of money. Yes, so
0: <laughs> so actually, get interesting. That will get interesting because I well, I think in the last episode we talked a little bit about how the campaign itself was having to make decisions about where they were doing ads yeah. because they're kind of out of money and they weren't. They're not getting those big infusions of cash from the packs from the Save America pack. So it's it's really quite fascinating what's happening there um see this is where it gets all very
1: it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in relation to the election um but i'm going to get sidetracked so let's let's keep going down our timeline here and then we'll uh we'll get to that but um what do we got here you're you're adding some some stuff here the other thing
0: it's not you know directly a trump case but it's a january 6th case it's one of the lieutenants for the proud boys joe biggs Sentenced to 17 years in prison today. All right. 17 years. Um, and good. Good. Yes. And that's uh, a conviction for seditious com- conspiracy, which is what we were looking it's been,
1: for. It's been, it's been going around. <laughs> it has been going around.
0: And I'll say this, you know, there are evidently three or four cases that are kind of floating around the D.C. Circuit right now um, that could have some impact on all of these cases. Um, they're about, uh, some of the ways that, that evidence was collected. They're about, you know, uh, the definition of a corrupt intent, uh, as pertains to obstruction of an official proceeding. Um, it's all very boring. Uh, there are better podcasts about this, but also just, you know, it's kind of a thing to keep in the back of your mind that all of those things are related now because the DOJ has taken such a long time to get to this point. They've built up the body of precedent from the lowest level folks all the way up to the highest level, right? You've got all of this kind of case law that's still being defined and litigated, even though there are convictions, there are appeals, there are things like that that are happening. And the way the DOJ works, especially in cases like this, is that they build precedent. That they then use in the next case. So yep. um, it's it's fascinating stuff if you're into the law. It's less fascinating stuff if you're being sent to prison for 17 years. Yeah. Like oh, I don't know. Way. If
1: I was being sent to prison for 17 years, I might find that sort of thing fascinating. Yeah. Huh, that's i got lots of time to think about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hit that, hit law. that law library at the prison if they still uh-huh. have those. Do they still have those? I don't, I don't know. We're not into libraries anymore. I'm not sure it's true. But I think they do.
0: Um, and since our last... So in our last episode, we, we talked about the indictments. The big Rico Suave indictment dropped in Georgia. Rico. Fonny Willis just crushing it. Um, and now we've seen how the leopards have turned on one another, eating one another's faces. Yes. And, you know, I had I kind of assumed that when everybody got you know kind of group together that they would come up with some sort of joint defense and like oh okay guys this is how we're going to approach these things but i don't know why i thought that i don't yeah i don't yeah like, i mean given the they're, fact they're, that they those didn't are, do anything well
1: well i mean what it boils down to those 19 people could collaborate on something only if the one guy in charge said to do it and he's in it, he's just on his he's just Trying to cover his own ass, and he will throw all the rest of them under the bus. They're like, I don't know. They're all scrambling. Like, yeah, he'll pay for their lawyers just so
0: that their lawyers will help him. (laughs) That's that's it. So what we've seen there is, uh, so first of all, Trump fired one attorney, um, I guess, because he didn't have the right experience, and hired a new guy who's like this sort of high-profile, very expensive lawyer from Atlanta who has most recently— Represented uh, uh, a music uh, a music producer and performer in a Rico case brought by Fonny Willis. Okay. And, of course, he came out with a tremendous loss. Like, the guy ended up just pleading guilty because he was getting crushed <laughs> so bad. So, at least he's got experience. I don't like the lawyers
1: who lose cases. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, right?
0: It's very strange. Um, you've got other defendants filing all these motions, like uh, the big cheese cheeseborough and Sidney Powell both asked for a speedy trial. And, like, again, I, I know I keep saying this, but we get to learn so much about how the inner workings of things actually work across the country, thanks to all of this. But in, in Georgia, there's a law that says if you ask for a speedy trial, you have to have a jury sat by the end of the next court term or your case is automatically dismissed
1: so they're hoping to just jam the system of like well you're gonna you're not gonna have time to actually get it all settled and so then we'll get off scot-free
0: exactly yeah and i guess they weren't expecting funny Wallace to be ready um right so so they're (laughs) like like, let's do do it (laughs) let's do a november (laughs) trial yeah she's like no no let's do october because you know, and this is a thing that well, I well, it
1: works for for the rest of the case because you set up a bunch of guilty people.
0: That all feeds into your larger case. I mean, there is risk reward there, right? Right. You know, so, if the first few folks become you know are acquitted, then that reduces pressure on the others to settle or flip. Yeah. Um, the the thing is, though, I feel like jury selection is going to be really hard. Like finding people who are can feel and, and pretend and, and talk about being unbiased.
1: I don't think it'll be hard for the other people because who the hell knows who Cheeseboro is? Like, that thing I think is fine. It's going to be, because Trump is the only one where, like, once you start getting into Trump and Giuliani and, like, those people, that they actually, like, have no names. Like, yeah. Like, who the hell's Cheeseboro? I don't know. I, I assume he's just some bro from Wisconsin. Also true, but <laughs> but, but
0: unrelated. Somehow true. <laughs> so uh, so funny Wallace just said like let's let's fucking go let's do let's do October yeah um. <laughs> and other people are like no that's not enough time so I you know I'm really enjoying people being uncomfortable <laughs> there's this is weird like there's
1: not enough time or well, too much time like it, make uh, up your minds guys yeah like, what, yeah, what? <laughs> exactly
0: um, others are trying to get to federal court so Mark Meadows wants to get to federal court because he thinks it'll just be dismissed. Yeah. Again, in the last one, I think it's because he's flipped on the federal charges. So if he gets to federal court, he can just. And yep. there was a hearing about it. And he actually testified. What what was interesting is all the sort of legal pundits were like, there's no way he's testifying. And he sat there for like five hours answering questions and essentially said, like, yeah, whatever, the, whatever the, the Donald wanted, I would do. That's part of the job. To start. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's stuck to his guns? You got to give
1: him that? Now, one of the reasons why, generally speaking, your attorney doesn't want you on the stand is because once you're on the stand, then you might actually uh, confess to crimes, and they don't want you to be doing that because they're lawyers. And uh, effectively, he either is criminal for what he's doing or criminal because he violated the Hatch Act. Mm -hmm. Which is like a 1930s law that nobody enforces. Right. But it's still a law. Right, right, Like, somebody will be like, oh, well, he just confessed to that. Cool, check that off. Let's let's file that case. I mean, uh, but at the same time,
0: like,
1: you know, we're from Chicago. So the Hatch Act says— I mean, I'd rather get convicted of a violation of the Hatch Act than, than the rest of what's going on. It's so, true.
0: So, but, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the Hatch Act essentially says if you're a public servant, if you're not actually the candidate, you can't do anything on sort of job time— or use any job resources as yeah. a public servant. So essentially, it says if you are a, a government employee or a public servant, not an uh, elected official, you can't use any time during your regular day or any resources to campaign at all. Right. So like, you know, sort of the recent examples are, you know, the the president's uh, press secretary, you know, talking up uh, one somebody who's up election in the midterms, right? And they're like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay. Like, during a press conference, you can't do that. So, he's a... And we're from Chicago, so we don't care about that because every elected official has all the people in their staff working on their campaign at all times. Right. We know that this happens. Right. Uh, uh, it's stupid and sucks, but it's the case. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he essentially confessed to all that. Um, At the same time saying, you can't define my job because he wants to get to federal court. Uh, Jeff Clark, who was in the DOJ, also wants to get to federal court. And there are some guidelines, you know, that people are supposed to use to to determine that. Again, there's some nuance there that I'm never going to understand. What's really interesting, though, so what's really interesting is the other folks, like the fake electors in Georgia are saying, like, guys, I was an elector for a federal election, so I was a federal officer, so I should be—this sh- should go to federal court. Right, 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 right. So that's like—but <laughs> you weren't, right? So, like, like if I—you're you, charged with forging those documents that would have said you were an elector. Right. Also, like, even if you're, like, legitimately a federal elector— I'm pretty sure that's not an actual
1: office. No, like, like it's a state thing. It, yeah, it's just like yeah, you, you work for the state. That's not how this works. But even if you grant you them, rode on horseback
0: to yeah, D.C. Exactly. on Safe this d- specially
1: designated day,
0: right? But even if you grant that the electors are federal officers, which you shouldn't, right? Like it would be like me, you know, going to the internet, googling image of FBI badge, printing it out, robbing a bank, and then just saying. I was a federal officer. I worked for the FBI. Right. I was just testing their defense. Right. Like, <laughs> Can't <laughs> you just, do that. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Herschel Walker's fake badge, right? Like, it's the, yeah. oh, he was a real cop. Look, he had that fake badge. Unbelievable. And they want to go to federal court for a number of reasons. I think Mark Meadows and, and Clark, because they think that the supremacy clause will make them immune. The other ones, I think, just because a bigger jury pool, perhaps... Um, yeah, it's my impression laws. is it's mostly about
1: the jury pool yeah. and like that they that they will have a a potentially more white jury pool than they will in uh in Atlanta, but yeah, we'll see we'll yeah. see what happens, but uh
0: yeah. And so we've got all of those cases. The Republicans are doing some interesting things in in the House. Jim Jordan is like well, you know what we need to do? We need to investigate everybody. We need to find out was there any coordination? Was there any federal money spent on the Georgia case? Uh, can we defund the Department of Justice? It is so funny that like yes, defund the police. All of a sudden, like the Republicans are like hey, defund everybody. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and he sends a letter to Willis saying, the circumstances surrounding your actions raise serious concerns about whether they are politically motivated. Well, I will say, Jim Jordan would understand things being politically motivated. So, he is an expert there, but I would say he's
0: not an expert in investigations, though.
1: Well, (laughs) that's true. He's not done well at those, has he?
0: Mm -mm, No. And, you know, you look at all of that, and you just say, okay, so some of it's just just for the sound bites, right? But, like, it always feels like the Republican strategy right now, and we'll talk about what's going on in Georgia specifically, is, like, everything is a desperate move without any foresight to the the converse happening to them. So, like, like there was almost all of this time, and the Senate is still like this, not that Mitch McConnell remembers, but... This or or Diane um, but, you know, like we're not going to do the the bad thing because the bad thing could happen to us. And like Republicans are like, oh, we'll just do the bad thing. Like what? We'll, right. We'll do whatever. We'll do whatever. And what what's the deal in Georgia? What's there?
1: Right. 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 So uh, there is a law that was put in place in Georgia. It was I believe it was in the last year or so.
0: Uh, it was signed in May. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: the notion of it was basically they wanted to be able to take uh, district attorneys out of office if they weren't doing their jobs to the belief that the legislature thought that it was a sufficient uh, job. And if you and if you get the context of like what was happening here is like. So there was this big notion that they were, you know, district attorneys were not prosecuting cases enough, and not they're being too woke soft on crime. That's right, those woke district attorneys, and so they want to make sure that they could take them out if they weren't prosecuting enough. On the other hand, here we have a case where the person is clearly prosecuting too much for their their taste, so they have to raise a problem about that. So unclear what will happen with that at this point, but uh, they're definitely flirting with the idea of trying to take Fani Willis off the case under that new law which yeah, is insane. the head of the georgia le-
0: legislature kind of came out with a letter that said like like first of all we're not going to defund uh, a duly elected da it was a really uh level-headed <laughs> you know sort of proclamation um but uh, here's one of the things that i love about funny Willis pushing for the october date even if they try to use that committee it's a very long drawn out process with investigation and uh, and going before board and appeals and that law is actually being challenged by DAs. so right like uh, she could potentially convict people before they could even follow through on that plan. yeah yep um so what's next um Lots of legal stuff that we don't understand, but we'll pretend to after a couple of beers. And cheers. Cheers, and cheers we'll, to that. So. We'll talk about yeah. these beers in a second. And then uh, Arizona looks like they're gearing up to start bringing the pain as well to fake electors, et cetera, et cetera. So, so, what so have learned So Cyber Ninjas. Yeah, don't forge elector certificates. Yeah. The thing that I'm going to be really cu- curious about all these cases as they kind of come out is when people thought they were, and you can see people talking about this, like, I thought I was a contingent elector. Like, like maybe I hit a golf ball that I might not be able to find, so I hit a <laughs> contingent drive. Like, I was not fake. It was just an, on if, the off chance that, that they needed they needed, needed new somebody. electors, I was yeah. willing to be an elector. I was just, I didn't well, want to and, slow things down. And ultimately,
1: down. that may be...
0: A reasonable defense. A reasonable
1: defense, but then, you know, it was, but it still falls back on whoever it was that was setting that scheme up in the first place. So,
0: Johnny Smith. Yeah. And Cheeseboro. Actually, here's my favorite thing about Cheeseboro that we learned this week. On January 6th, where was Cheeseboro?
1: I would assume at a cheese festival.
0: I mean, that's a reasonable assumption. Right. Maybe Where else would a, a cheese bro cheese be? Taste, yeah. <laughs> the cheese I, I, bro. I, you know, the
1: only thing I hate about this is he's done so much to diminish the, the, the important role of cheese in our lives.
0: But. <laughs> he can take our freedom, but he'll never take my cheese. That's right. <laughs> he was following Alex Jones around D.C. Of course he was. January 6th. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I love how, like, there's, like... There's, like, half a dozen people, like, and, like, he's one of them. But, like, like all of them, like, eventually connect back to that one guy. Like, okay, it'll be Trump and Alex Jones and I, uh, I'm yeah. trying to think of Giuliani, but he's kind of Tron- – I don't know. But it's uh, – it It's just, it's, it just it's, really,
0: you're, like, <sighs> seriously? Yeah. And evidently he used to be, like, this respected attorney, Ivy League, like –
1: Speaking of respected attorneys. Okay, I have to bring this up. This is a total sidetrack, but but I it's it's worth it. Uh, have you seen the new Netflix series Painkiller? I have not. Okay, so the the gist of it is a like limited series that's about the Sacklers and Purdue Pharma and OxyContin and all that. Mackenzie
0: in there too,
1: right? Um, and so you know, it's basically about as much of a bummer as you expect it to be. But um,
0: there's know, it could a moment be a fever dream. Those, There's a the moment where they're hits. like,
1: I didn't realize this, but they like, you know, they're talking about like the, the trial around all this and the attorneys that were brought in by Purdue Pharma and like these expert like elite attorneys and there were three people and two of them, I do not remember who they were. The third was Giuliani. And wow. I was like, are you, that guy is, hmm. America's and, mayor. You know, yeah.
0: America's mayor. All right. <sighs> so uh, we're going to go to beer in a second. But. We need. I think we need to talk about the, the McConnell blue screen. Yeah. So, uh, look, uh, the twice, second one. Yeah, at twice least. in the last month. Yeah. He has just been mid sentence and stopped. Yeah.
1: Like, just stop. And then somebody brings out the big key and they wind him back up. And
0: I mean, I mean, you look at it. On one hand, you know, it's Mitch McConnell, and fuck that guy. But also, like, you feel bad for him. And like, look. Get him some help.
1: By the All way, right.
0: like, if you don't feel
1: bad for him, no judgment. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I, you know,
1: like I am that person who's like, I'm like, oh, oh well, that that that's gotta be hard for him. What a piece of shit he
0: is. <laughs> I, yes, yes, but like, they're they're they ask him a question and he just stares. And then the A jumps in like, oh, well, maybe he didn't hear the question. Mitch, did you hear the question? The question was, and he's just staring at them. <laughs> And like it just gets a bit sad, and like yeah. at some point you're like, why don't they just take him to a doctor? Like he's having a. Stroke. Oh, I'm sure he's
1: been he, to a doctor. Yeah, like, like his donors are just like you know, like probably at the end of the day they put him in like some special tube and it's like maintained, and okay. they just bring him out for the press conference like, oh, and then they and then they freezes <laughs> up for a moment like put him back Mitch in the tube. McConnell. I know, right?
0: Wow, just right into the uh, right into the back to tank. I mean, he's, That's right. Well, and so of course, I assumed that they were just wheeling him out because, quite literally, possibly, yeah, that because the governor of Kentucky, Bashir, would be able to, you know, appoint his replacement because Kentucky's got a Democratic. <laughs> but evidently, oh, oh, last year dream. they passed a law that said that the party. Of the person who's left gets to pick the yeah, but that's for being that exact in reason. Part. By yes, the way, Oh, you would too, right? Like no, no, I would actually move. like
1: respect the the system as it is, and I wouldn't do that. But I'm, you know, yeah, but I'm weird that way.
0: Okay, so you have got a very small but very dense looking beer. In yeah, venue, it is and a. And I'm interested. Dense
1: in it. beer. It is the. Barrel-aged benthic nitro. It is a double-o barrel-aged imperial stout with coffee and coconut. It's um,
0: like 3.5 percent. Guess the ABV on this one. <laughs> all I know is that they had to put a little extension on the menu to the right to fit it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna go 13.5. Ah, right.
1: uh, sadly, you're short uh, on this one. 16.6 uh, percent.
0: 16.6. That's so why there is as the much jungle. alcohol in this
1: beer. Well, let me, th- let me I, I, no, I'm not going to do the math. I'm incapable of doing math at this point. But I'm pretty sure there's more alcohol in this beer than my previous beer, plus a little bit. All right, 16. And it's point not even close to the same size.
0: <laughs> let's, yeah. I was going to say let's round up to 17% to make it easier, but. but no, no,
1: no. Stop that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Five ounces, 17%. Once you okay. get a sevens
1: on the multiplication table, yeah, it's just like, ugh, frightening.
0: Well, it looks delicious. How is it?
1: Uh, it's extremely good like and he's only had a I'm little bit of not, it so it's not yeah, like yeah i'm glad it's not a hot summer day like this would be terrible like this is very much the the thing you drink in the depths of winter but it's so good i'm glad i made the choice uh and my previous beer was their uh their octoberfest lager lager uh, town lager town was quite good
0: it looked really nice you like, know
1: i love me a good lager
0: yeah it looked a really nice color looked really good i started with the monkey business which is a a hazy double ipa um and you know to me that's like the heavy beer and it was half as much half half the abv of yours yes Yes. Um, but it was also excellent and i almost got a second one which i usually don't do i i I really considered the second monkey business um, because it was so tasty um i I rode my bike, so I don't know how I can take it home. Yeah, but if I could take it home, I would. Really, really good. And I moved on to the. Uh, I moved on to the Gone Away, which is a, a staple, really good West Coast IPA. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, I don't know that you can go wrong here. I just, I just don't. Know no, that you can they go wrong. no,
1: their beers are all pretty good, and, I, and they have a good spectrum of beers. Like mm-hmm. I can get a good lager and get a sour. If you want to go more IPA, they got plenty of good options. Like it's a good broad thing like if we go to dovetail we're having loggers, right? right like if we go to um
0: if we go to hot butcher for the world, hot butcher the world there's definitely some hops involved in yes yeah, so that's
1: right that's right <laughs> that burned orange though so good so good so
0: so good at the hot butcher but I, I and they've got some cool uh collaborations too which i like um so they've got a collaboration uh with fremont brewing in Seattle. Called Slow Wink. I think that's going to be interesting. I'm probably going to try that next. They also have a really interesting collaboration with Vienna Beef. I actually have no idea. I, I want
1: to know if it's a beer fla- a beef. I, I don't A know. beer, fla- it beer says flavored a beef. Lager,
0: but I just assume it's a... Here's the
1: thing. A beer flavored beef sounds better than a beef beef flavored beer. Even though I can't say either of them very well.
0: That's a really interesting point. What's
1: mm. it what here for? insightful commentary
0: insightful commentary <laughs> from the sausage king of chicago That's right. That's right. So,
1: uh do we want to talk uh, a
0: little goat rodeo? I think we do. Goat rodeo 2024. I think we do because the Republican party is I I mean if you're a Republican strategist, let's say you're Rhonda McDaniel. No, no, let's not do that. Let, let's say you're somebody <laughs> hired by the Republican Party to say, like, what's our best strategy for Right, running?
1: like, you like you've, you don't have a soul at this point. You no, just no really want a big pile of money. Like, you know, you're going to cash out and you're good. So, all we're right. Are
0: talking about the Sacklers again? Right. Um, so, you've got to look at what's happening and just say, like, we're— we're either fucked or we're not, but there's nothing we, there's nothing a consultant can do anything about it no, now, right? No, no. So we had the first debate, the first Republican debate. How much of it did you watch or read? Uh, I'm,
1: I do not want to suffer nearly as much as I would have to to actually watch it. So I, I, I read commentary about it. Uh, I caught a couple audio clips of some things, but
0: I yeah. definitely no. I, I, so. So Did you? I, well, what I've done is—are you okay? I, I'm, well, no, but um, <laughs> what I've done is I've decided to read things and then go back and watch it after I've read things. Okay. So I'm not absorbing things in the first. I've already built up. Maybe it's kind of like being inoculated, right? It's like getting my booster. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, COVID, yeah. and I.
1: If that was a real vaccine, no, or right, a real right. virus. I, what I mean by I that know. is
0: uh, the. Uh, <laughs> The bleach. So yeah, right. I really found it. <laughs> it was it was fascinating in a couple of ways. So one, um, I wasn't sure why they were there, and I don't know that if they knew why they were. Well, there. that's the
1: thing. It's like, are they trying to become president, or or is it something else? And and my sense of it is like, there's a there's a race for VP. That's going on there. Mm-hmm. There's a race for uh, Lincoln Project contributor.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice.
1: And and that's pretty much it. Like, there's yeah. not, like, none of them really thinks they're going to be president. No, how could directly. they? Directly. Now, like, now, I will say, like, my sense of things is uh, Vivek has the inside track to the VP job, given that, like, one of Trump's sons was like, he did a great job. Like, Yeah. I mean, well, so... And, and, and he was... He, and so, like, you think, okay, well, I become his VP, and then he goes to jail, and I get to be deciding
0: whether he gets pardoned or not. <laughs> like, I honestly don't know where this guy came from, other than the fact that I guess he wrote a book about the woke agenda a few years ago. Of course, he did. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: somebody he paid to write the book wrote. Oh, the book, oh sure, but sure, yeah. sure, sure. He's also. Although guy- these days he probably just Chat GPT it, but
0: he's. Which was one of the funnier comments of the whole thing. Yes. Chris Christie saying, you sound like ChatGPT and Barack Obama. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Wow. Because he quoted Barack Obama.
1: Lincoln Lincoln Project candidate Chris Christie. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly (laughs) it.
0: Well, Vivek Wamasami actually said, like, I'm just a, a kid with a funny name or something. Like, really? Like, he literally took Obama's bit. And probably didn't know it was Obama. Probably plugged it into ChatGPT and said, "Right, what would you say if you were in a debate, right, or political speech about okay, Jesus?" Yeah. So, I, I agree. Like, I think they're kind of fighting for VP. You've got guys like H. Um, Asa Hutchinson, who's you know seeming reasonable. Normal. So
1: he did not win. You're telling me?
0: No, 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 no. He didn't say anything. <laughs> Um, uh, Doug Borgham so so here was an interesting point. They're asking about they're doing the raised hand stuff, um, which is hysterical. Which is hysterical, and they're asking about like abortion. So first they're like, "Who's going to support if Trump is the nominee? Who's going to support him?" And people are like, "Raised hands." Vivek was like, "Support him. I'll get down on my knees and what whatever he needs. Like I'll." You know. um, Christie did not raise his hand, which is good. Um, <laughs> Pence did not kind of raise his I, hand. But weirdly, he, like,
1: he seems to be the most authentic candidate, yeah. which is
0: just gives you a sense of what they've sunk to. <laughs> but then there was one about abortion, like a national abortion ban. And, like, Ron DeSantis, like, waited for everybody else and the like, very like, obviously looked around. Looked around like, like, is a cool, man? Like, like, come on, I, What man. am I doing? What am I doing? Come on. And he could look around because he was still he was wearing his big lifty shoes.
1: I will give him credit though in this is that he's the one
0: he understands the fact that it's
1: a politically stupid thing to be behind. Like there's there's a very clear majority against any kind of ban. Oh yeah. And so like even amongst Republicans there's enough of them that like it's not good for you in a general election. But
0: in a primary Well and uh, and and this was another interesting point, and, and I think this is actually you know, sort of in the meaty kind of, you know, politics stuff. Um, the, uh, you know, we had people up there saying, "Oh, well, we have to pass a national abortion ban because we can't leave it up to to Illinois." Quoted, "Can't leave it up to Illinois. Can't leave it up to I, Wisconsin." Uh, you know what? You could, could yeah, we, we can take it, because you know, states' rights, right? But then here comes Brogum right. saying, "Like, no, we shouldn't have a national abortion ban." What happened to federalism, people? Like, I was like, oh, oh, you're cute. Oh, <laughs> oh, you see, oh, my friend, did you miss out that that
1: was all I, scam?
0: I, <laughs> oh, appreciate little you. He's yeah, way. appreciate you, Boreham. <laughs> uh, and and he hasn't really qualified for the second debate, but like, did uh, Ron, he? Qua- I'm not sure he qualified for the first one. he was go there. <laughs> uh, maybe just snuck on, but nobody noticed him. Yeah. Um. DeSantis was hilarious. There was a time where, like, like, okay, Ron, smile. And he, like, couldn't smile. He does, like, his, the code somebody wrote for the DeSantis smile was not very good. Yeah. Um, uh, Vivek saying, who is, have you heard him talk about, like, you know, 9-11 being an inside job and, like, January 6th? Like, he's, the the other reason that he's very popular amongst the Trumpsters is that he is fucking crazy yeah he's yeah. into all of the all of the conspiracy spirit theories and he also said you know there are more people dying of bad climate change policies than actual climate change what are the bad climate changes policies killing people i d- i really want to know it what those it doesn't are. matter it doesn't actually matter because nobody like like just like what so do you know if anybody won that debate do you think anybody won that debate
1: um
0: I'm gonna go with Vivek. Yeah, um, I, or maybe Nikki Haley. She was, she was assertive. She was like, you know what? I'm the only woman on the stage. You, you, okay, so she didn't, yeah. win.
1: Just she saying, didn't win. Just saying.
0: Just saying. I. Um. Uh, well, she also said like, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. And <laughs> that got some <laughs> applause, which I was like. Yeah, what, what, what job is she applying for? <laughs> I don't actually know. She did mention several times that she's an accountant. Okay. No idea. I I also like that you know here is a woman who actually look I actually I have no problem generally with Nikki Haley other than this sort of her saying racism is gone in America, having had to change her name. So that she could get elected, yeah. Because Nikki Haley is not her given name. Yeah, her given name is Indian. Yes, and to change it, yeah. Thank God racism's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I also like all of the, all of the the ads that we're seeing right now. Again, uh, the kind of splice in the Janine Pirro things saying. You shouldn't be able to run for president if you're under investigation. <laughs> so how's that? How's that going? Yeah. Uh, well. Second debate is September 27th. Does Trump show up? Yes or no? No. No reason to show up. No. No reason to show also up. Also, his probably busy he dropped six shit. points <laughs> after the. Uh, six points. He's only 35 points ahead of Ron. Well, this is the
1: thing, right? It's like if you look at the polling. Like, let me let me bring up the r- most recent polling here. So like I look at right, we've got uh, Trump 52, DeSantis 16. Trump 51, DeSantis 14. Um, you know, 62, 23, 58, 13. Like it's just not, not working out. Now here what I think is interesting is like, you know, you look at like who's behind there. It's like you've got Trump with 52, DeSantis with 16, and then Vivek with six. Haley fourth, Pence three, Christie two. Like, at some point, it's just name recognition. They don't like Christy. Christy doesn't care, which I kind of respect, even though I know he's a shitbag. But, <laughs> like, but, you know, the thing of it is, like, he's just, he's, he's got his plan, and it largely just comes down to, it's like he, he's a proxy for, like, centrist liberals in the Republican primary. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, say those things that we want to say. Yeah. Uh, and they'll need 3% in one national polls and 3% in two polls conducted from separately early nominating states to get into the second debate. Um, they'll also need 50,000 donors with 200 unique donors in 20 different states or territories. So right now the only people who have qualified for the second debate Debate are DeSantis, Pence, Vivek, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Yeah. What's interesting is they didn't actually mention Donald Trump in the list of people who qualified. I, I,
1: and I remain disappointed that Will Hurt is not qualified, even though I know he
0: doesn't stand a chance, but no. I, none of them do. None of them do. Uh, we talked about the debate. Have we talked about the very sad campaign of Miami
1: Miami Governor Suarez? We did not talk about the Suarez campaign. Is it done? It's done. Okay,
0: well, cool, man. That was that was like a good Didn't four weeks of campaigning. It was very exciting. I actually thought he, I, you know, I was like looking across all the people, and I was like, you know what, maybe he's got a chance. Maybe he could just. Uh, well,
1: this just gets at like the like, what what are you running for? Like. Like, if you weren't ran for four weeks, like you really were, just like, well, you know, I'll just put my I name got out there. To do. Why not? Yeah, I'll file some paperwork.
0: Well, I remember when, when the the indictment happened in Miami for the documents case, I was like, yeah. man, he really took the time to be front and center, and well spoken, and really thought about like. Like this was a bigger thing, and then like the next week is like I'm running for president, and then like uh, actually nobody cares.
1: Yeah, I mean it may have very well be just like, well, let's just see what the what the momentum is here, and it was like there is none. Oh, okay, right, right. Oh, that's right. My party is going to vote for the criminal. I remember this now. Okay, right. Never mind. And
0: I don't even want to talk about the polls that keep coming out. Like, ah, we're still going to vote for him. Although, actually, you know what? The majority of of voters, according to the last few polls, have said they will not vote for somebody who is indicted or convicted. What percentage of the Republican
1: primary voters said that? Oh, like none. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, it I'll was just it. Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so, yeah. like <laughs> it was just the guy. Some guy works for Mike Pence. Yeah.
0: It was actually just Mike Pence yeah. or his mom. You know, <laughs> By the way, Mike Pence's wife.
1: We talked about like who won that debate. The biggest loser from the debate remains Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got the Here's the Here's how you know he lost. If you've actually measured it, he had the most speaking time during the debate. And like nobody talked about him after the debate. Huh. Like, okay, because he has
0: I mean, he's in an impossible position, right? I, he can't say he supports Trump and thinks whatever about Trump because he, you know, and they, in, in fairness to Fox News, they actually gave other people an opportunity to bash or support him because, you know, like there are a big swath of people who, you know, think that that he's a traitor, right? Yeah. And you know, he's now taken the very firm position that, you know, that was. Nobody should overturn the election, yada, yada, yada. Um, Nice of you to get around to that. (laughs) Yeah. And they asked, did Mike Pence do the right thing on January 6th? And, you know, Chris Christie and Asa Hutchinson absolutely, yeah, did the right thing, backed him up. Uh, DeSantis was like, uh, 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 oh, what we really need to care about is the next election. And then later on was like, "Oh, but he pro- I I got no beef with him." Was his, his answer quote. was, "Wait, what did my pack say? Let me let me confirm with them." Yeah. So uh, uh, but he's got no he's got no path forward because he's already taken an anti-Trump position in some things. And right. And the people who believe in Trump were willing to hang him. Yes. It makes it tough. To win at yeah, the polls, to hurt when it for people want people. to see like, you at the no, gallows. come on, vote
1: for me. I knew you want to hang me, but come vote yeah, for me. <laughs> exactly.
0: I thought they meant hang with me.
1: No. Oh, oh, oh! Did I? I ah. Polls or gallows? My English pass. language funny thing. Polls or gallows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> gallows built on polls, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think you know, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much more about the states. I, we can't talk any more about legal things. I mean, maybe we can talk about just briefly touch on New York Attorney General coming out and saying, it looks like Donald Trump inflated his wealth by $2.2 billion at times. So that whole case, the civil fraud case, continues to move forward. Um, I think our next episode is going to have a lot more details on it. But it was really interesting for her to just say, like, Letitia James, the New York Attorney General. $2.2 billion. And a guy who says he's worth $2.4 billion. Right. This is the thing,
1: like, it is very possible that he's effectively bankrupt. Like, yes, he has property that's worth some money. By the way, like, commercial real estate is not doing great right now. And where is Trump's nominal wealth? A lot of is in commercial real estate. I mean, some of it's in residential, but but still, like.
0: Still. Yeah. Yeah. Dense urban real estate. Not doing great. Yeah. And uh, golf courses uh, with your ex-wife buried on them. Also not doing great.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so. so Florida, I hope everybody listening from Florida is safe. Um, and I, I hope that. May you're not anti- be needlessly moist. Yeah. Uh, and also, I guess, uh, Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, or South Carolina. Um uh, and I hope that your anti-woke states uh, are woke enough to take some government money to help rebuild, which they tend to be. Assuming that our government isn't shut down by then. So. Freedom caucus. Freedom from government. Uh, we didn't uh, talk about Biden's impeachment. Uh, I, It's not a thing. So okay. <laughs> all right. We'll get to that later. Uh, exactly. Apparently. Because internationally, you know, I think we should just touch on two things briefly. One is... Ukraine seems to be winning. Uh, Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner group, obviously killed flying out of Moscow. So, to be fair, airplane
1: accidents happen all the time. That's yeah, true. Especially ones with bombs, and he did not fall out a window, nor was he poisoned I, I, by polonium, as far as we can tell. I,
0: I think that they built a window on the ground for him to crash through. Sorry, <laughs> possible. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, pilot poisoned with polonium. <laughs> so imagine for a moment, you 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 kind of rebel against Putin, and then afterwards he's like, "Yeah, we're cool, bro." Like it's not a thing. Do
1: you believe him? Like you just like you really just kind of need to ride that out because once you've decided to be that,
0: you just better be that. Yeah, you got to stay away, man. Yeah, you're. Like like, nobody could say nobody saw this coming, but Provoshin and two of his top lieutenants were killed. Uh, Like if I saw it coming, a guy who is deeply steeped in
1: the political corruption of Russia and also a catering guy,
0: he should know. He should know. All is fair in love, catering, and mutinies against Putin. Um, and also, the other really interesting thing about that is that sort of his main defender, Pergosian, uh not the Hivesong main offender, the, his main defender in the Russian government, a general, was also surprisingly not thrown out of a window, but demoted down to irrelevance. Yes. The day that Pergosian was killed. And there was another plane that decided to turn around, and I, I assume people took a bus after that. Uh, so interesting to see what's going to happen there, but uh, not surprising that Putin killed Putin killed prigozhin
1: Right. Oh yeah, that we uh, like, we we all knew that
0: was coming. I just it's just unclear whether yeah, I Pergosian don't that. Yeah, <laughs> and. And uh, coups in Africa continue. Uh, Gabon now this week. So second coup in six weeks. Okay. Uh, But, you know, uh, Gabon was uh, run by one family for 40 years. Um, And sort of sad shout out to uh, folks in Johannesburg. There was a fire in an, you know, where, you know, we talk about our sort of our own Wealth inequality, uh, South Africa is even worse. Uh, a fire broke out in an old, you know, sort of residential area, and 50 people were killed over the course of a night, which yeah. is terrible. Yeah. And I like to end on bummers. Right. So, uh, cool, man. Not really any Chicago stuff new. No, no. It's very it's quiet uh, with the new it's mayor. It's been
1: quiet. Like, overall, it seems like good stuff going
0: on. Illinois... We're all quiet. Seems like good stuff's going on. Like, well,
1: we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see.
0: All right, but yeah. So I guess we'll wait till the next time. Hope, hopefully, some new indictments dropped. Okay, here's the the question to end the podcast. Yes, go. Next indictments. Where do they come from? Go. Uh, I
1: think there'll be more things added to the DC case.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a reasonable prediction. Safe bet. Safe bet. Safe bet. I'm gonna go Arizona. I think we're going to get Arizona in the next two weeks. Wow. Aggressive. I like it. Go big or go home. Yeah, there it is. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today uh, in this hot mess. Counting amazing.
1: down the time to our 100th podcast. Exactly. Ba, 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 uh, ba. If you thought this was a shit show, uh, a hot mess, or uh, the best podcast ever, please rate us a five on iTunes, Apple Music, know. whatever it is. Spot Not spot no no
0: not spot. We're still on Spotify. I mean technically, yes, but we don't we don't yeah. But thanks for joining us. Uh, (laughs) support your local brewery. Uh, next time we'll be talking about Illinois brewing legislation.
1: Yes. It's coming. Yes. And maybe tell you what our plans are for the Big One Hundred. Yeah. The century mark. Once we figure out what they are.
0: Yes. Thank you. Take care everybody.
1: Bye -bye. Bye bye.